Muffins are magnetic. The Sunday Skypers. The RPG Actual Play Podcast. Well, see, this is my favorite style of game to run because you know what my GM prep consists of? Listening to you guys. You know, you are looking at the whole nuts and bolts of the game system. You can pretty much run the game from the character sheet. Yeah. 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 We don't have index cards, but, you know, we can use these handy-dandy little labels. Yeah. And we we can uh, build our uh, path from that. Looking at the catcher here, that's pretty much the character sheet. Except for the questions, the the six questions. This is going to probably be the biggest part of our prep is getting those questions taken care of. The, the way the character uh, generation process is, is you come up with these questions because you're the psychic amnesiac, and when all the questions are answered, that triggers the end game scenario. In, in a con game, you know, if there's like three, four people at the table in a limited amount of time, mm-hmm. uh, I would suggest four questions each. But in this scenario where there's only two of us, depending on how fast we choose scenery, we, we might be able to go to six questions. <laughs> Have you been in this group? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever played with this group before? <laughs> <laughs> there's just a, a smidge of guidance on the questions, but not mm-hmm. not a huge overwhelming amount. Let's see. Here's how it goes. Your runner, uh, your runner suffers from amnesia. You don't remember much about your personal past. You have flashes of memories that come to you during stressful moments. As you piece together the events that brought you to this place, if you know your runner's name, write it down. If you don't, leave the space blank, and maybe you'll, you'll find it out in play. Same goes for a parent age. I'm thinking about my power already. I'm thinking that my power would be telekinesis, but the, the, but looking at the way they describe it, the, their telekinesis is more any superpower that you can justify as it's psionic works, yeah. Yeah. which is just about everything. We have, <clears throat> we have a, a, with a, maybe a name. We have an apparent age. We have a psi power. Generally, the psi powers that work best are are the ones that are open to some interpretation because yeah. you. We'll probably want to be, use it in different ways. But at the same time, you don't want something like, I am God. That, eh, that might be a, a little over the top. I mean, when you invoke your side power, how does that work? Just it gives you, you an extra die that you roll. Okay, so it's not that powerful. The funny thing is, it's not how powerful it is. It's how disastrous the implementation is. Crush yourself with the car. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it works is you get one die because you're an exceptional individual. And if you're doing something important, you get another die. If it might trigger a memory, you get another die. If the chaser, chasers might catch you, you get another die. So as you see, you, you build up this pool depending upon things that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you roll and you assign dice to the things that can go right or go wrong. You know, you, you have a goal that you're trying to achieve. There's a chance you can reveal, reveal memories. There's a chance that chasers will catch up with you. A chance your psi powers can go nuts. A chance you can get hurt. And if the chasers are in the same scene that you are, there's a chance you can get captured. 
the way damage works is you you lose flexibility in your die pool. The first time you are impaired, you lose a die and you just uh, roll whatever you want. The second time you're impaired, you take your best die and that's taken away from you. Ouch. So your performance uh, takes a hit when you're hurt. First impaired, you just lose it, you know, and it's a random value you never see. Second time, you roll a die, and your best one's taken away from you. Pretty easy. Well, you know, I think I'm going I'm to grab whatever I touch freezes solid. There you go. I will not be shaking your hand. I'm thinking maybe I'll take control of electricity, because that could go wrong in lots of fun ways. Electrokinesis. If you want to give it a fancy name. Back to the questions. The, the questions. You should have at least one question about your powers. You should have one question that refers to uh, your strengths and weaknesses. And at least one question that deals with your immediate past or current circumstances. Oh, I, I, here's my, my first question. Why do I freeze everything I touch? Or, or, or <laughs> another way to uh, answer that is, why can't I control my power? Yeah, that, that works too. Let's do weakness first. It's never warm enough. Nah, it's not weakness. It's just a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I such a whiner? <laughs> Some questions may actually get answered right away. Oh, not necessarily. You guys determine that. That's part of the interest fun pacing. You know, it's like, what am I going to sacrifice memories uh, for success? <laughs> kind of thing. I'm thinking that my, my, my fourth question, which is about circumstances, why was I behind the controls of an airplane? So it's an airplane crash. Yeah, see, you can be sneaky about that. Well, the scene starts out with a crash, as they mm-hmm. all do. But in this particular case, because John was being sneaky and as why am I behind the controls, the crash is a little bit different. None of you remember the crash. It's just like you regain consciousness about the same time. Inside of a long cylindrical shape that vaguely reminds you of a military transport. It's canted over and, and uh, it could be if you knew what one of those were. It's, it's full of smoke. There's arcs from broken electrical uh, lines. The thing is canted partially on its side. You actually have bits of tree and debris ripped through one half or, or one side of this fuselage. Let's see. We have Buck for one. Uh, did you want to give yourself a uh, handle, Dirk, or are you remaining in the blank? Doesn't know a name. Uh, Dirk, uh, what gender are you? Male. What is your approximate age? Say 30-ish. Okay. Inside of the smoking charred environment, you come to Buck. You are sitting in the cockpit, uh, in the co-pilot side of, of this aircraft. Over on the pilot side, there is a pilot in a military jumpsuit, full, you know, crash helmet and, and, and everything. He looks tore up and he did not make it. That, that, that is just obvious right now. Well, the, tree, the tree branch through the, through the, through the cockpit window through his chair sort of implies he didn't make it. Yeah. Since you're up in the uh, cockpit, there's all kinds of strange Beeping, mm-hmm. uh, uh, warning lights flickering. Uh, the whole electrical system j- just is, is spazzing out. I put my hand away and rub, rub my face and realize, okay, I'm bleeding through my nose. Did I break my nose? No. Nothing serious, hopefully. Uh, just po- possibly something loose in the cockpit. Further yeah. back in, in the fuselage, in, in the cargo area, 
Dirk's character, you are literally hanging in a seat, which is now closer towards the ceiling than the ground. Oh, I've been, I've been on a, a military transport, airport transport. I mean, you're saying you're, you're, you, you fly sideways. Well, <laughs> this is a slightly different seat. It, uh, it, is, it is a lot sturdier. It's designed almost like a crash shell. You've got the five point harness. You're hanging there. You're both wearing hospital scrubs. Mm -hmm. And when you look down, you see scattered debris, uh, medical supplies torn all over the place. There there might be another body in the wreckage. As you are trying to figure out what's going on and get your breath, because, hey, when you're hanging up in the air, the smoke is coming up into your face, you hear the distant whump of helicopter blades. Well, they're coming to rescue us. Right? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to undo the five-point harness I got in front of me. I, you know, don't those things have like, like a bump and un, undo thing, or do you have to actually... It's usually some kind of lever or a twisting mechanism. Pop and get out of the thing. And... I'm trying to figure out how to do that without then suddenly flopping onto the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While you're sitting there trying to figure that out, you realize that there is a... IV uh, suspended next to you, and the tube has come loose, but it was connected to a port in your left hand. Oh. You, ha- you, you have a, a similar port in your left hand, but there's nothing connected to it. I finally figured out the harness and get out and you know slide and try not to fall on the guy next to me, the pilot next to me, and sort of stand up and walk sideways through the back hatch and see if I can find a way to get out. That's when I see him. Yeah. <laughs> When you say port, you mean a needle sticking in the hand, or is there something that you normally would not expect in a hand? When I was in the hospital, they they they, they were going to give me a permanent connection to because I was running out of places to stick needles in. Basically, it's an intravenous access port that you plug your IV or syringe into, and that goes straight into your veins. So someone who's been in a hospital for a long time or or needs a a continuous replacement of uh, solutions would have one of these ports put into their hand and taped down. Step out and go, hey, you you okay? So far. Uh, I'd be careful on doing that because I can see stuff that you can fall on down there to hurt you. We'll punctuate that with a snap of electricity. <laughs> Up near the cockpit of the plane, there's a brilliant flash of bluish-white light as a spotlight sweeps it. It's only oh. now that you realize that it's kind of dark in here, especially mm-hmm. in the back. There's barely any lights at all. Shoot. Um, no. Do we actually know that we're being chased you have that unconscious feeling that you should run. You don't remember coming here. It's like, how did I get into this situation? Is more of, of this uh, of the uh, strangeness of this because it's like, well, you guys don't have any memories and you don't know if you belong or not. And I'm probably not noticing I'm leaving frosty handprints as I'm walking as I'm working my way down that little hallway. So of course I, I get down. I you know, oh, we're wearing scrubs. So are we wearing what slippers? Are we barefooted? Uh, you have those wonderful little disposable flip flops that are mm-hmm. like made out of tissue thin foam. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to make way through the medical equipment down there. I get underneath them. Okay, I'll try to catch you, or at least maybe help. Uh, get help you get down. And do the five point horns. Maybe put my foot on his head or something as I'm trying. I got my hand. I got. I have my hands up. So of course, as soon as you touch my hand, go. Oh, yeah, you got. You're cold. Woo! <laughs> you must be the doctor. You got cold hands. <laughs> doctor? I don't think so. 
the thumping of the helicopter blades is getting significantly louder. It, Come on. We gotta get, hovering overhead. we got to get going. Are we on our right side or our left side? Right-hand side is up in the air. The left-hand side is smeared into the ground. can't remember if there's two hatches on a herc or not. There's hatches to the left or right. So there's one in the air. There's one buried in the ground. And, of course, there's the back door. <laughs> which is... We'll say that uh, this you hit with enough force that the tail of the aircraft might actually be missing now that you bother to look in that direction. Okay. Let's kick. You know, and, of course, we see lots of flashing lights going back and forth, darting back and forth around that area, too, probably. Not if you're thinking like flashlights, but... Uh, Spotlights. Yes. There is a certainly uh, a helicopter of some kind with a spotlight shining down and looking around, almost like in a search pattern. I'll help um, Nemo down. You catch uh, glimpses of a forest line. It, it is chilly, but it is not brutally cold. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I'm more worried about stepping on needles. <laughs> needles, uh, shredded metal, anything sticking out at odd angles. There, there is plenty of that yeah. to uh, traverse. And probably, as we can see the lights back there, we can see our landing strip, the one we made. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you hit a pasture or something and then mm-hmm. slid into a forest. As far as piloting goes, great job. Well, for some of you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you can walk away from. Do you know who those guys are up there? I don't like them. No idea. Okay. I want to get out of here, though. Yeah. Um, pasture. Is it Pasture? Or is it just grassy field? Cause, well, well you, how would I know the difference? I would know the difference. Anyway. When you step in something stinky, you'll know it's a pasture. Right now, I'm, I'm more worried about the fact that we have an, we're in an airplane and there's flashing, crackling electricity. I'm going, yeah, we need to get out of here because I don't know how long this place is going to not catch on fire and burn us alive. Funny you should mention that. There is a strong smell of aviation fuel. Yeah, I, I grab him and start pulling him along because he, for some reason, he's slow moving. I don't know if you can get frostbite, but it's definitely where I'm where I got a hold of is getting awful cold. Okay, let's start this off with a thump. As you stagger and make your way towards the uh, tail end of the plane, up mm-hmm. near the uh, front of the fuselage, you hear a definitive thumping sound, multiple thumping sounds, like things hitting the roof. Oh. Within a, a few seconds, the uh, hatch up the front uh, up near the uh, front and top is ripped open, and flashlights start stabbing through the darkness. If I have to, I'll pick up and carry them. <laughs> this is I where we roll dice? <laughs> this is where we roll dice. Okay. Uh-huh. To escape this, the first question is, are you going to be using any side powers? And I don't think you have any really mobility things, unless you're trying mm-hmm. to do something to impair your pursuers. Me, no. I, I, it probably take too long for me to try to freeze this airplane, and I'm not, I'm not quite sure I actually have freeze powers yet. So, But you're innately aware of your yeah. ability to, yeah. to manipulate temperatures. Yeah, I have a really cold touch. I'm not going to give you a frostbite by grabbing a hold of you, but it's cold. I might try using that power because I, I see the, the flashlights searching out for me. I'm thinking I want those to not work. Okay, let's go with that first. Because you're exceptional, you get a die. Mm-hmm. Because you want to do something important, which is disable their ability to find you and to escape in the dark. 
there's always a chance that you can trigger memory, and there's always a chance that they, they can catch mm-hmm. you. If you're using your psi power, that brings you up to five dice. At this point, no one's shooting at you or doing anything mm-hmm. like that, so you don't get that six dice for risking harm. Unless you're, unless you're trying to ignite the, the, the fumes. I'm not trying. That could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's jump over to catch your hair, roll five dice, and you need to assign one to your goal, one to reveal, one to chase, and one to sigh. Yes, that means you have an extra die that you uh, don't need to assign because you're not risking capture or harm at this point. Take those five dice, and you know what? That is an excellent roll because you only need to assign four of them in this situation. So you can, like, set set that one aside. You now assign those dice to goal, reveal, chase, and sigh. And depending on which dice you assign on our little chart will determine what these side effects are and who has narrative control. So, for example, if you want your side power to work exactly as the way you want it to and you want to have control of it, you would throw down a five or six and sigh. But if you wanted to go slightly out, slightly out of control... You could throw a three in there. Basically, five, six is pretty dang good for most of them. Throw the five over there then, I guess. Okay, and, and here is something interesting. As you're throwing these out, you can do the narrative on the, on the fly... So the order you throw them out actually has an impact if you choose to go that way. Uh, mm-hmm. or, or you can assign them all and then stitch the story together. But uh, you have first say on, on what actually happens when you try to do that. As intended, things go dark. He's shunted all the ele- electrons someplace else. Yeah. Well, you, you definitely start hearing cursing in, in English. It appears to be men, but... Now that it's dark, you can't get much more detail on it than that. Dark, when it goes dark, how dark are you talking? Are you talking, you know, all, all electronics within a scenario have gone dark? Does that mean we we be hearing the sound of a crashing helicopter in a few seconds? Or just the immediate area goes dark? Well, it's a five <laughs> or six, so I think it's yeah. safe to say that we're not making local news with a helicopter crash. He could have, though. Well, yeah, but he was, that wasn't his intent. His intent was to make the area where those guys are dark. Okay, so the front's still sparking and spittering then, the, the, the cockpit. You didn't affect that then. Well, oh, yeah. Or did you? I would say we don't see what's going on there because it's dark. And there's, and there's smoke everywhere and all that fun stuff. So let's throw down these other dice. Your goal is to run away, so you probably want to put one of your sixes there if you want to be successful with it. All right, do that. And you have to throw one in the chaser or, or chase. Now, five or six, they, they make no progress. Otherwise, they get one a location closer. Considering you're in the same location, if they get any location closer, you switch from being a chase situation to a capture situation. So you probably want to throw a six and chase. All right. The last one goes to reveal. And on a three, no, none of your questions are answered. None of your memories are triggered. Mm-hmm. And you have first say if you want to elaborate on why you didn't remember anything. But it, you, you can also say it's a very panicky situation. Yeah, got other things getting out of there is foremost on his mind. So just like that, boom, you have succeeded them. Where are you running to? The uh, open field or uh, into the woods? Uh, let's see. Open field where helicopters can shine lights on us or into the woods. Go through the woods. Woods, yeah. Left or right? Oh, from the tail end of the plane, my, in my mental imaging, the uh, woods are to your right. I thought we were in the woods. Well, from the rear of the plane, I, I described woods we, and a pasture. So okay. those, those were obvious locations where you could have 
Okay, so we actually we, we sort of slid into the into the into the edge of the woods then. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you oh, didn't okay. travel so far into the woods that the plane would have been reduced to confetti along with you. Okay, uh, back on Catcher Hair, we now see that we have a new location. We see that the chasers are behind you. All right, so we're in the woods. So we got we have to do something to slow them down or at least divert them. No fireball behind us. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Didn't have a chance to loot the bodies. This isn't Munchkin Quest. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I imagine you want to, you want to keep going through the woods. I, you know, hey, hey um, were you a Boy Scout or something? With the Boy Scout. You know, woods and stuff. You're not a ranger, are you? No. Why did I think ranger? While you're sitting there chit-chatting. The <laughs> well, we're walking. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, you're <laughs> yeah, moving. The, yeah, Jogging. Yeah, the, the, the helicopter... It, it, maybe it's all black. It doesn't even have the little blinky navigation lights. It is expanding its search, and it's performing a, a large expanding spiral, and eventually will work its way towards you. It's going to spot us by our heat, by our heat signatures, just like in Ghost Recon. Wait, wait, this is going to hurt for a little second. I put, I'm going to grab his scrubs, and I'm going to reduce our heat signatures. I'm going to freeze his scrubs so that we don't oh, stand out. That sounds crusty. <laughs> <laughs> but I figure at this point they're using floor, which means both spotlights and a uh, and they're using uh, IR. You should add that as question five. How do I know all this shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a game designer. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, okay. Question five. How do I know all this stuff? Well, won't you throw down five dice and see right. successfully make it deeper into the woods? Wow. Oh. Ooh, okay. <laughs> well, you can throw away the low. And I'm going to take a four, put that definitely in goal. Oh, this is going to hurt. And, and four and sigh. We achieve our goal, but... A GMS per se. I'll handle that. You definitely put the uh, cold snap on the uh, scrubs, but uh, both of you are also covered in, in a layer of frost, <laughs> and you probably created a dead zone in the forest uh, that's uh, a... <laughs> Hundred yards across. Uh, we'll eventually make it into the local news. They'll come back eventually. The trees will come back, hopefully. And let's see, reveal or chase. Well, chase would be bad because they would be on top of you. Well, I have no choice. No, because uh, you move into the deep woods because you achieved your goal. And mm -hmm. if you put a four in the chase, then the, oh. then the chasers only move one space forward. Yeah, yeah, that's just what, that's what I was referring to. Yeah, so yeah, so we're in deep woods. They're right behind us. No, no memories are revealed. I reach out and grab your grab your scrubs, and all of a sudden it's like poof. There's just like this cold shockwave that goes out. Because the chasers have moved into the woods, you you actually do see flashlights scampering through the woods. Not all of them are, are directly on your location, but yeah. uh, as soon as the uh, spotlight from the helicopter swings over the trees and just lights up like a disco ball, <laughs> uh, the uh, chasers start vectoring on your location. So we're more or less moving away from the lights, which are wherever the lights are. Kind of hurting you like cattle. Dirk, you want to throw down some uh, dice and see if you can uh, uh, shake your pursuers? You're probably not using a side power. I imagine it would be four dice. But on the bright side, your side won't go nuts. I was wondering whether I should use my side power and give it a chance to go nuts. Yeah, yeah, use your side power. You know, kill the kill the helicopter's yeah, engines. That's what I was planning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would that would slow down pursuit now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Besides, they they can practice their auto rotation skills. That helicopter is troublesome. It must stop. 
Ooh. Oh, that doesn't sound There's good. Not many choices there. Right? Throw one. Wow! <laughs> I suggest you choose the three. <laughs> Got four of a kind. Is that, that's, that's extra good, right? I'm all in. <laughs> does mean the chases will catch up with us, though. Maybe. Well, what was your goal? Your goal was to take down the air, take, take it down. You, so I guess it doesn't take it down then. Player has first say, okay, oh, why yeah. did you, why did you not achieve your goal? Yeah. Obviously, I'm a little bit distracted as I'm very, very cold, <laughs> stumbling along because I still have trouble moving. My concentration and connection to the electron in the helicopter, it maybe sputters a second, but then that's all. Well, no, because you've got three. You're going to be assigned to your side. That's a power surge. <laughs> I was looking at goal. Yeah. No, no, well, yeah, no, it's just, that's perfectly fine because, see, on the power surge, I get to say on that. Well, basically what happens is you, we don't move to a new location and the chasers get closer. Basically, the uh, helicopter stays low and avoids uh, the electrical surge. Possibly the trees are interfering with that. Uh, when you try to create an uh, electrical charge to get the helicopter, all you manage to do is create a uh, St. Elmo's fire, a ball lightning effect, and there's a flash right over your head. It's actually bright here. Actually bright enough that... Uh, I'll ruin that flare, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hunters or maybe people in, in nearby communities might actually pick up the flash. Like, did you see that lightning bolt that came from the ground? They're moving close. They, they look a lot like National Guardsmen. They've got flashlights. They have rifles. And they are, are shouting, get down, get down. Put your hands on your head. I, I don't put my hands ahead. I, I fall to the ground by land hands first. I'm going to freeze this area. Hopefully not include yourself. And my next door neighbor. Uh, you know, uh, no name. I'm going to try to do harm. Actually, uh, doing harm is oh, just in your side. To myself. Yeah, but to myself. you are at risk of getting shot, so you are at a risk of taking harm. Oh, so I'd be rolling six dice now then, right? Yes, you get six dice. And, and currently you are unimpeded. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so you'll get six dice. Throw, throw one out. That's right, because we're not doing chase. We're doing the devil, you say. Okay. Well, there, there's still a two and a three in that bunch. Yeah, but we're putting the we're putting you the six one on goal, reveal, sigh, harm, and capture. Well, I'm doing this all at once. So doing the sixes all at once. So no, we're not getting captured. And yes, we get the hell out of there. And yeah, I just froze a bunch of people. Uh, so that would be under chase. Oh, damn it. Wait a second. Oh, wait. <laughs> Think again. Six under capture. We don't get captured. Two under sigh and six under chase. And again, I don't remember anything. So yeah, I have to hit the ground and, uh, only it's not what I thought I was going to do. Okay. Well, let's, let's look at these real, real quick. Goal of six, okay? Runner achieves goal. GM is first say. It, obviously, you freeze them in place. Reveal. I think you're more worried about getting shot. Yeah. Capture. Uh, don't you mean instead of ca uh, chase, you mean harm? Oh, you're right. Harm. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. On the bright side, uh, you, you are not riddled by gunfire. I <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, see. Two. On side. Things go uh, wild. People are dead. Things destroyed. You should make national news. GM is first say. Well, it's very simple. As those tendrils of cold go out through the ground, they run right up the uh, legs of these National Guardsmen, and they are screaming. There is fear. There is pain. Some of them break off 
from the ground. <laughs> I have really definitely good. killed trees this time. Yes. Uh, you, you are the eye of, of the storm uh, in your own personal polar vortex. You, you can add uh, mass murder to your checklist now because there's probably at least a dozen guys, and all of them are either maimed or dead at this point. Yes, that's another question. How many have I killed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why do I like it? <laughs> And you hear me go, yeah, I can't teabag them right now, though. Oh, well. I am going to actually move the runners, I mean, the chasers back a step. Yeah. Because they're not in your face anymore, because the only ones that are immediately obvious are in the helicopter. So the freeze people saw like that, the air is freezing. At least the heavier guesses like oxygen and nitrogen are probably freezing out of the air as well at this point. And, Dirk, if you stay here any longer, you're going to freeze solid as well. I mean... <laughs> The air is painfully brisk. Guy next to you doesn't seem to mind as he stands back up again. Let's get out of here. Well, since we're going around killing people, uh, <laughs> let's try a little more electrical force. I'm the god of thunder. <laughs> skip this running stuff. <laughs> let's just try to send a bolt of electricity from the sky through the helicopter. Okay. Well, you're not having to worry about harm, so you're seeing at five dice. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> God. That doesn't sound good. Oh, one six. Quite a spread. Uh, five and a six, so... Uh, you can at least chuck the one. Unless, of course, you want to fail hard. <laughs> or be very spectacular. So I'm filling out which one's here. Well, we have uh, goal, reveal, chase, and sigh. Goal and... Uh... Chase in five and six. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Just because it sounds fun. We'll go one and sigh. I, I think I'll describe that first. You create your lightning bolt. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you just take all, all your, your fear and panic and you convert it into electrical energy and throw it at the helicopter. You can see lightning crawling across its skin before it detonates its fuel uh, <laughs> tanks. Not only is that visible from a large distance, you threw enough static into the air that you created, you know how a lightning bolt goes uh, when you're listening to an AM radio or maybe it'll cause a TV to flicker? You did that probably that static burst on a statewide level. Ooh, he, he didn't EMP the in local area, did he? Not quite that bad, but Anyone in civilization who has had any electronics going on at that time probably did a, what the hell? <laughs> oh, man, I was about to kill that guy. For all the video game players out there, there is oh, a yeah. pure reset. I mean, even people on telephone lines picked up a static. Was that enough to ignite the uh, the crash site as well? Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to say that's well-grounded, but I'm tish. That was Psy. Chase? Well, hey, <laughs> you you get rid of the, the uh, chasers, then there's no one to chase you. That we uh, know of. That you know of, of course. Let's mm -hmm. see, reveal, no significant memory triggers. Ooh, pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, and goal, GMS first say. Using that blast of electricity to uh, confound your pr pursuers, you can make it further into the forest, and you come across a set of rails running through the woods. Think we want to wait and, and hop, a hop a freight? Or do you want to follow these? Yeah, who knows how long it might be till a train comes along. Well, it happens in the movies all the times. <laughs> well, on the bright side, rails, even better than rivers, always flow towards civilization. Uh, well, it, it's night out, right? Yeah. Can we see the horizon from where we are? 
Well, you are standing on a set of rails with a large swath of uh, trees wiped out, so you can make out something of the horizon. I'm looking for glow. If we're in America, there's no places you really can't get, even in deep forests where you can't see a glow from someplace near civilization. So I'm looking for horizon glow, which way civilization is from where we are. Well, there's definitely one end of the uh, rails that has more of a glow than the other. I point that way. Get off the rails because, you know, something back in my head says, you know, if you follow the railroad tracks, do not follow on the railroad tracks. Follow on the side of the railroad tracks just in case something happens. So, uh, of course, I stop. There you go. I always want to try this. I, I get down, put my ear on the, on the track. Do I hear anything? Of course you do. You, you hear the rushing of the blood in your ear. <laughs> I can hear the ocean from here. I get up and, you know, and of course, I think uh, No Name looks realizes, I love, didn't he, did he just leave an ear print? A frozen ear print on the uh, track? Try licking it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you taste the train? (laughs) Let's go this way. So I guess we're going to follow the rails. But I'm looking at the fact that we may – it is open area. So we don't want to be actually on the rails themselves because we want to be actually closer to where we can dive for cover in case there's more pursuit. Of course, that means we're going to have to run across a trestle someplace. If you say so. (laughs) Yeah. We come across, there's a river and there's a trestle. Basically, the trestle is the only way across. I look over at uh, No Name and say, well, okay, this is the only way across. Almost like tempting fate. If we do this, the train will come. That's statistically unlikely. It's a one in a million chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You first. Actually, this is a significant thing because, you know, falling off could be a problem. Running on one of these things would be very, it's got, you got to hit each damn tie if you had to run. I'm going to say this is five dice, not because of side, but because you're risking harm. There, there is a chance of, it, of this going wrong. It's dark out. We're trying to walk across. Yeah. Just for fun. I'm going to make each of you roll for this. All right. As strange as it may sound, crossing a railroad trestle is got a very personal thing because you have a lot of time to think <laughs> while you're on that railroad. Mm. Holy cats! Who, who rolled the red dice? I did. Yeah, I can get across the trestle, but I may end up with a sprained with a sprained ankle. Oh, come on! You know you want to uh, a fail, paralyzed with fear. It turns out you're afraid of heights. <laughs> well, we lose. I lose that one. That one's gone away. So I got five and three threes. So you got goal, reveal, chase, and harm. Do I want to get harmed? I actually don't want to get harmed. That's the thing. Because right now, I if I just play a three there, I would be hurt and impaired for the rest of the session. I don't want that. So it sounds like I something else is going to happen. Yeah, so no harm. So And then the rest are just filled, filled themselves out. <laughs> We're both in the same boat. You want to, are you going to try to get memory back? Or you can keep chasers one locale away. Uh, well, wait a second. Yeah, even if you do play a two there, they only, they only get as far as the rails. They're still behind us if they are chasing us. Sure. Let's try that. Four and reveal and two and chase. Get one of your memories back, maybe. Ooh, other players have first say. Ooh. This is why posting the questions uh, in, in the chat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do I have trouble moving? Why am I so co- Why am I cold? That's an, uh, that may not be so obvious. Why do I? Why does this guy look wrong? Why do I have a... I'll just answer that one. Why do I have trouble moving? You have memories living someplace with pink skies and red sand, and you have to wear a spacesuit when you go outside. You remember living on Mars. Mm, okay. Okay? 
That took us in a direction I wasn't expecting, but that's cool. The reason why he's trouble moving, it's he's too he's too freaking heavy. He's about one he's about two thirds too heavy for where he's used to weight weighing. So definite that it's Mars or just Nah yeah, Mars. Some, you remember living on Mars. Some, okay. We don't know what timeline is on this place. You know, yeah. it could be twenty years in the future. So just living on Mars for two years would do it. Plenty of uh, explanations that that we could come up with for how this happened. Well, let's see. John thinks that you're a Martian. <laughs> or at least <laughs> thinks that you might have been a Martian. In a past life, no. <laughs> I have, have memories of being a Martian. Yeah, we can't only answer one question, but it does also answer his other question: Why does the sky look wrong? But that's you know we can do that later. Uh, well, you got put two and two together. <laughs> okay, so so we have a uh, runner fails goal. Player has first say. Well, it is taking you way too long to cross this bridge. Dirk's character, he, uh, while he was careful in his placement, uh, he was confident in, in his uh, footwork and makes it to the far side of the trestle while Buck only makes about halfway. While you're sitting there working on, uh, on that, you hear the loud rush of a jet engine and something black passing overhead, Ooh. blotting out the stars temporarily. Back at the uh, rails behind you, you hear a whistling and crump sound and a cloud of dust and dirt flies up into the air and a man crawls out of it. Oh, <laughs> crumbs. He's probably tougher than the other guys. Yeah, he just fell out of a jet. He just, he just came out of a jet. I yell, I yell at no name. Find some cover. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try something. Flip off one of my slippers and hold it in hand, and then put my foot on the on the rails. Uh, hopefully, I'm gonna try to freeze the trestle so cold that it will shatter if it gets hit hard enough, or at least start breaking. Or if someone else hits it hard enough, it shatters. Well, that that's certainly a possibility. Five dice, right? Yeah, you're not. Uh at harm yet. Yeah. Well, no, well, no, I'll take that back because I have to get my way, rest away across it because I want to do it when I'm on oh, the other. Oh, that's uh, true. True. Yes, it's six dice. You, you might choose, hey, I could take a header off of the trestle here. They'll never catch me. Oh, but I got a, a half decent roll. So six on side, six on goal, and six on chase. That leaves my harm, or do I go the other way? No, uh, six on goes on harm. The three goes on sigh, and the three goes on reveal. So still no memories. I get to the other side of the trestle, put my hands down the rails, and go, you know, freeze! Because that makes it more effective when you say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. What happens? Oh, other players have first say on that one. So... Dirk, what happens when I super freeze the rail, super freeze the trestle? Then I suppose it's super frozen, but, uh, <laughs> and as soon as whatever it is that starts trying to cross it, they step on it and there's a creak and a bit of it cracks and gives way and then more of it cracks and gives way and <laughs> collapses. Okay. Super frozen. <laughs> like a, a, a baseball put into liquid nitrogen. Yeah. So uh, the whole bridge shatters like glass, collapsing under its own weight. Okay. Well, so, that, that's a serious <laughs> impediment. I make it to the hills now, though, don't I? Absolutely. The hills on the other side of, of the trestle. The rail continues. The uh, glow from the city is brightening. The uh, The person on the other side of the trestle sits there and paces back and forth uh, for a second and then starts walking back and then starts making a running leap at the trussel uh, chasm. Hey, 
Yeah. You guys go stay and watch? See, don't fail me now. Yeah. Come on, Pokey. Or you going to say something? Oh, I was already gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to his after image. Yeah. Okay. Well, as as a group, uh, pr- pretty much uh, we just need a four-die roll to uh, move on to the next uh, scene. So both of us are... Pros and cons to that. There's more risk with more people rolling, but there's also a chance to reveal memories and, and the like. Dirk, you want us to do a group roll, or you want to just do the roll this time? Because you are the slowest person in the group. All right, I'll do it. Boy, are you slow. What are we putting these on? Well, Goal, reveal, and chase. Chase would have him on the other side of the trestle. Well, we'd basically be on the other side of the trestle. We'd still be behind us if you put a four on, on chase. But... It's not good otherwise. He makes a Herculean leap. <laughs> Basically, the flame limbs, he makes sure he doesn't end up face first in the uh, on the other side of the trestle, so he lands feet first. Uh, or he does a somersault on the way over just to show off he, that he can. Pretty sure he's the type that uh, is willing to stick the landing. Of course, that might mean because he's up to his shins in uh, soil. <laughs> you know what? We need all these damn scrubs. Yeah. Head for a... Uh... Farming. Now might be a bad time to <laughs> consider a wardrobe update. Well, he's cold. Yeah, he needs to get some some warmer clothes. I mean, you know, under these scrubs, we got nothing else. It's yeah. a bit drafty in there. Just, just, just a wee bit well, chilly for some. For him, yeah. For me, it's like, uh, You've had worse. I guess we're going to try so, and get into a farm. Are there multiple farmhouses? Well, they are, but they are... Pretty widely dispersed, you know, half a mile to a, a mile apart. Not the first one. Maybe not the second one. We're just head for the third farmhouse that we can get to. Because if we go to the first one, that's the obvious one to go to. Fair enough. I'm saying this out loud because that's, you know, you know, game theory says you go to the first one and most people go to the first one. And if not that, then you go to the second one. So the third one, he'll he have to go to all to the other two farmhouses and that will delay him enough that let us get get, get, make, get a change of clothing or something and get the heck out of here. Maybe there's a car we can we can um borrow. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably multiple cars, some of them even on blocks. I'm leading the charge to the farmhouse. Of course, then I sort of stop and go, okay. You're we're in scrub. To go to the third, so you got to figure out whether that was a good idea or not. No, no, I'm realizing going to the third. Okay, we're in scrubs. Luckily, we're not handcuffed together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to knock on the door. I'm not going to break in. I'm going to knock on the door and see if there's folks here so we won't get shotgunned by the farmer. We were in a plane crash. I don't know if you heard about it or not. We were looking for some assistance. Well, that, that that's a four-die roll to try to convince them that, that you're, you're mostly harmless. Yeah, I won't freeze you to death. I, I'm sorry. I said four-die. I actually see. How many dice do you get? We have goal, reveal, mm-hmm. Chase, yeah, there's no psi harm recapture, yeah. We we con our way in, so that's going to be a six. You know, he's like, in his jammers, and so he's like, look, he's rubbing his eyes, what? We saw the flash! We thought nobody could have survived a crash like that! Oh, we, we, we got out, we were heading this way, we, we figured we got ahead for civilization. Can you help us out? Yeah. Three, three or four, no, I'm going to put a three in the chase, so he makes it to the hills. And I'm going to put a four. I get to remember something. Actually, uh, I think Dirk gets to remember it for you, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So is there something about this farmhouse that triggers a memory? Or the farmer? Maybe it's that friendly dog. It triggers a memory that you now remember the pilot, and uh, you served with him in the military. So somehow or another, I wasn't strapped back there with the IV in place. Well, we don't have to go too far here. 
But do you... Well, uh, I, I, let me elaborate on that a little bit. You vaguely remember using your cooling powers to cause your IV to, to coagulate and thus block the inhibitors. And so in mid-flight, your full powers came back, which allowed you to escape. No, that wasn't where I was going. So. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I know the pilot. So there's uh, maybe some connection there as to how we ended up in the plane. But that doesn't answer the correct question. What happened to the guy who was supposed to make sure that didn't happen? No. Reason why you didn't see a, a body, because this piece of shattered body. The, the farmer says, well, hold on a sec, uh, and I'll, I'll call the county hospital, and I'll have them send an ambulance out. Or I was going to do the frying of the, the telephone. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so th- does he have a landline, or is he pulling out a cell phone? Uh, you did not see a cell phone tower, so it's probably a landline. I imagine a kid that uh, Dirk's character can tell if there's a cell tower in their volume. Mm, like <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> How many dice? I'm going to say four dice for goal, reveal, sigh, and because you're exceptional. We're not going to advance the chase because this is just a, a, a real quickie with not a lot of movement or time passing. Oh. <laughs> I can see the dice hate you. <laughs> You can at least get your goal, and you can either be spectacular at frying this, uh, frying every bit of electronics within the within the Tri-County area. I don't want to kill this farmer because he's been nice to us. Maybe he will just be injured, <laughs> so we'll put three inside. Okay, in essence, it's up to me. Yeah, yeah. You not only do you fry all, do you fry the telephone. What do you mean it's up to you? It is. Other players have first say. It is. GM has GM has first say on Psy. No, no, it says other players have first say for three, four. Yeah. I'm looking at the risk the risk sheet. Do my Psy powers cause trouble? Five, six player has first say. Three, four power surge. Other players have first say, according to the no. sheet. Oh, wow. The, the, the sheet I have is GM has first say. Really? Power surge, things, uh, people may be injured, things get uh, things broken. They should make local news. GM has first say. Wow. That's different than the, the character sheet. Yeah, you pointed at that. Ooh, ooh. Bad, bad uh, author. I'm looking at page 34. Oh, that says something different. You're right. On page 35, it says GM has first say. We go through rule zero that the GM's right, so GM. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to go with uh, there's too much of a surge through the phone, and it literally pops and catches fire when he reaches out for it. And he goes like, carnation! I, I imagine the lights would flicker at this point, too. Probably, probably. But the phone is rapidly turning into a burning goopy mess, and he runs to the kitchen to get a pitcher of water. You guys going to uh, hang around? We got uh, clothes? No, we're probably still in the show. While he's running into the kitchen, I look at it and see the thing burning. Well, it needs heat. I am thinking I'm going to be a human fire extinguisher. Why? Why do I want this place to burn down? He doesn't, he isn't trying to hurt us. Well, once he figures out we're mutant freaks. It only, it only takes a second to put the fire out. <laughs> I'm looking for pants. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to try to put the fire out, and he's going to look for clothes. Well, again, let's let's do, uh see, goal, reveal. Takes time to uh, search a house, so we'll go chase. with, yeah, we'll go with chase. So four dice. I'm doing size, so I'll get, get five dice then, right? Yeah. So five for me and four for Dirk. Whoa. It comes out pretty well for me. Get rid of that too. It's all sixes. Yeah, and sometimes you know you, you, you have to fail things, but that looks like a good roll for everybody. Because right now he's busy searching the other farmhouses right now. So it came out nice for me. I get another memory back. We both get memories back. 
So I'll 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 do Dirk first. Switched it, so I uh, I can reveal. I, I get a first say. <laughs> Fortunately, uh, this farmer is not one of these big old boys, and you can actually find a variety of clothes and overalls. Maybe even some boots. You actually uh, get a whole bonanza of assorted uh, clothing of uh, basically farmer-smelling clothing, but still clothing. I have a couple pairs of overalls, one piece that covers you completely. There you go. The the biggest find is boots, though, because your feet are starting to get uncomfortable. Those uh, little flimsy hospital flip-flops are pretty close to shredded. So I know how I put the fire out. I need some CO2. Oh, I know how to do that. Then I make a little circle over my hand, and I blow through it, <laughs> freezing the CO2 out. Pretty complex like, operation, but it is second nature to you. Yeah, I do a six. as a six. I was like, yeah, no problem. So I'm not sure how I'm going to explain it to the farmer, but it's out. Well, he, he of course, uh, comes back. With I, I wave my hands. I, I get my hands waving at now. As he's coming back with a pitcher of water, let, let's get these memories revealed here. Dirk, yeah. since you found one of your own, you actually have a six that you threw into it. Yeah. How generous. I'm like, cold. This isn't my uh, normal body, my normal form. Ooh, maybe he is a Martian. That's messed up. <laughs> John. It's, he's John. <laughs> this is not my normal body. Of course, now I remember That's a great the, answer, though. How, how that, many do you have left? Two. Now you can do another one for me. Well, that, that's a four, so I have other player has first say. What we got left is, why am, Why do I freeze everything I touch? Why am I so old? Why do I know how to hack a computer? Which I haven't done yet. You realize that you've maybe been in cap activity for a long time longer than you want to remember yeah you've been you've been on ice (laughs) (laughs) maybe you're frozen maybe (laughs) maybe literally yes so i may actually be even older than 50 but physically 50 years old now how i can imagine that memory getting triggered is when you realize i used to live in a farmhouse but that was before electricity, before telephones. How old am I? Cool. And why do I feel like I, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the farmer is holding the pitcher of water. He's looking at his melted phone, and he's starting to get a little concerned. And then that's when uh, Dirk's character shows up with the clothing. We need to get out of here. Who are you fellers? We need to get out of here, sir, and uh, we don't make we don't want to make this difficult or anything like that, but can we have the keys of your truck, please? Sure. <laughs> Let me go get them. I'll go with you, sir. This is where I have to make my roll now. What are you trying to do? I'm going to make sure he's getting the keys to the truck, not getting the shotgun he has. And then, oh, and then read me like a comic book. <laughs> he sure as hell is going for the shotgun. <laughs> I actually get to roll five dice because there's harm in there. It is in there. <laughs> yes, there is. Yeah, so five dice. I'm not using any psi. So goal, reveal, chase, and harm. Yep. Ooh. Well, Definitely, we want to do goal is, yeah, we get the keys, and no, I have no harm come to me. Oh, wait, no, think about that for a second, then, there, Bob Boyo. <laughs> uh, we don't want, we don't want Superman fighting us right now, so I'm gonna put Chase at six. So he stays where he is, four. Where's four happen? Oh. This is the scene, that's not too bad. Yeah, I'll put that under harm, and three, no memory comes back. So, yeah, I follow him into the room, and he basically tries to, uh, I'm going to say, but basically, we get into a tussle. 
How about yep. this? Get, you get into a tussle and the shotgun goes off, and the harm is that you're uh, temporarily deaf. But I get the, but I get away from him, and we get the keys to the car. Of, of course, you know our chaser somewhere off camera, you know, snaps his head around, and looks at the direction of the farmhouse. Where, mm-hmm. where the shotgun blast came from. And no memory comes from that. But, yeah, he's still at the other farmhouse. Since you achieved your goal with a yeah. six, I'm going to say you got the you got the keys uh, to a truck that actually works, mm-hmm. and you got the shotgun, which will keep you from getting more harm. Oh, we, we have an item shotgun. With one round. With one round. Double barrel, right? Yeah. Sorry, sir, but you know we you know, we we get this guy just get the heck out of here. Uh, you're gonna have a visitor. Uh, answer all his questions truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we were hopping the truck, and I realized, um, you know how to drive, right? Maybe tossing the keys. We'll see. <laughs> vroom vroom, country road, take me home. Of course, you could probably start the car without the keys, but this way we don't risk exploding a car. That's good. Yes. Oh, hey, this battery isn't meant to handle 10,000 watts of power. <laughs> so we go ripping down the country road here. Well, it, it, it's it's a beat-up old Ford, you know, j- just like in every uh, movie you've seen. Uh, I guess farmers prefer them. But uh, just a little bit of rattling and a shaking, maybe a hay bale on the back. You start to, uh, tooling away from uh, from that their farmhouse. Oh, did he roll? How many? Well, let's see. Goal reveal, chase. You're not doing harm or size. So that's four dice. And, and you, you don't want Buck to roll because Buck's ears are ringing. Oh, my God. Uh, so we can actually uh, get the car started and get going, but everything else is just bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it'll be interesting to see where you place these. Well, we know a one in memory. That's 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 a gimme. Unless you want to sit there and get, have a flashback while all hell breaks loose around you. That would almost be funny. But... So the option is we don't get our goal, but he doesn't find us yet. Would almost be better. Yeah. So we're tooling through the far through the fields because you don't know how to drive either. Yeah, that sounds good. And it's a stick shift. You can hear this creak as he shifts <laughs> to the farmer going, my transmission. <laughs> I'm going to say you have discovered first gear. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm deaf. I'm going, why is the engine whining so loudly? What happens is it starts up, and I step on the gas. Off the clutch. And we, and we know we go roaring backwards you know, into the <laughs> chicken coop, and I go, I guess I don't know how to drive. <laughs> well, I have no concept of driving, so. Oh, it can't be much different from an airplane. Yeah. Who says I was flying? <laughs> <laughs> I was just in the seat. Well, time is burning, and he's sitting there grinding gears. So, Buck, you either need to. Take over or or uh, something because uh, you just can't stay there for, uh, forever. Here, let's switch sides. We, we don't get out. We we do it. We do the transfer in the cab. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Roll three dice. <laughs> oh, I don't want I don't want Superman to get near us. So I hate saying I put that chase. We're we're now. Uh, <laughs> Tangled and the truck is going off in odd directions because no one's really steering it right now. <laughs> and Dirk's character is sitting there shouting at his instruction at instructions at oh, his feet. You, his, what? His, what? His, his feet are still on the on the pedals. I'm in charge of the steering wheel right now. We're serving this, or at least one of his feet is on the pedals. I'm halfway across. He's halfway across, but neither of us is actually in charge of everything. So there's no brake right now. So you, you guys are sitting there. You you can see the country road connected to the farmhouse, but technically. You really haven't made it out onto the main road yet. You're still in the long driveway. Back at the farmhouse, you can see the <laughs> farmer has gotten his second gun out. 
Okay. And we're going to add harm to this if you guys stay here. I'm going to try to use my psi to get a feel for this electrical device here, this car, so we have a chance of blowing it up. So you can feel for its nervous system. Yes. Well, right. that's goal, reveal, side, chase, and harm. Six dice. Yeah, six dice. Ooh, so bad. Yeah, we can, you can throw a four at the uh, goal and we will succeed in getting on the road. Well, well the chase will keep Superman away. Consider where you want to put that psi at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you might want to put that five in psi. Well. But then he gets closer to us. Yeah, but uh, if you leave psi to a two or a four, I get to say what happens. <laughs> we may lose the truck at least. Well, four is okay. He only gets one closer. He's at the farmhouse talking to the farmer. But you, oh, but we get shot at, though. Harm? Who gets to say the harm for a four? Player has first say on harm. Four for goal, two reveal, four chase, five side, four harm. Yeah, it keeps the truck from blowing up. We're on the country road, but that's all we are. All we are. But Superman gets to the farmhouse, though. And, uh... Let's say maybe I get a bit of electrical feedback and have a bit of a headache. All that stuff written in basic. Or, or even worse, as a, you are now one with the radio and it's stuck on country. <laughs> country roads, take me home. Truck isn't as sophisticated as I hope, so it's... It's not computer controlled like it should be. Yes. Uh, so, goal four, with a, uh, a surge of uh, understanding... Oh, this is what the thing does. That's what these gears are for. That's why it's whining. This is you grok truck, and you manage to uh, get it into the next gear and peel tires and make it out uh, onto the asphalt road proper. Memories? Well, you're, you're too worried about the fact there's a farmer back there with another shotgun. Oh, and Chase, the super super guy, super dude's now at the farmhouse. We see him uh, run up just as we hit the road. This guy is running like a freight train. I mean, he, he might actually go through what was left of the chicken coop to, get, to try to get to you guys. The farmer's here with a shotgun. He's running by. I wonder if, he's, if, if someone gets a shot off. That remains to be seen. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. a lot of this is in the dark, and, and you don't have the benefit of Hollywood vision where you get mm-hmm. to see everything from the cool perspectives. So, for harm. You got the feedback. Just a little bit fried. You know that, or you're one with the truck. Honk, honk. Yeah, so who's steering right now? I'm probably steering, because we, 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 did, we didn't change that. He just simply, he's not operating the pedals correctly, and somehow or another we're doing the stick shift. It, it's a team effort. You know, you know what's going on? Okay, grab the wheel. Uh, I'm going to try something. All right. Yeah, I, I get back in the passenger seat, open the door up, and as we're going on, I'm going, okay, this is going to be tricky, uh, and I'm going to put my hand down as close as I can to the road, I'm going to try to freeze it behind us. So when he when when Superman hits it, he hits a slick ice and wipes out. Well, and hopefully not freeze our truck to the road. Harm is still on the table. Uh, yeah, from, from put, the farm. I, and for me, put my hand down next to a moving moving road surface. Yeah, that, that, that could hurt. <laughs> That'd be six dice, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You you get five dice, five locations, not six dice. I rolled six dice. One of the dice I rolled was one I, yeah, I got. Yes, right. but you you are. Still impaired. Oh, well, in that case, the six. Uh, oh, we want to re-roll this then? Yeah, just, just roll five dice. Yeah, I'll get rid of these and do and, it. Again. And just apply all five. Sorry yeah. about that. It's marginally better, but four means I can I can have a little bit more control over the goal, which is make that six. So we do succeed, but yeah, it's going to height, height, height to rest of the game. And uh, yeah, one's not going on. One is, uh, you know what? One's going on Psy. 
two on harm. Thing, I'm getting some road burn off on that hand, aren't I? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> of course, you, when you freeze the road, you you freeze it in like a half mile circle. Okay, <laughs> I've killed and, and, crops, haven't I? I've killed crops, haven't I? You've killed <laughs> crops and put a serious frost uh, <laughs> on on the farmer. You probably have. Killed some cattle as well. Uh, unfortunately, your chaser does not seem to be impeded by the cold itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, you are slipping and sliding across the road because your hand is out. And when you sideswipe that pole, crunch. You have multiple compound fracture in, well, say you're reaching over with your right hand. Yeah, so right now, I'm still doubly impaired right now. You are in a hurting way. It shouldn't bend that way. Yeah, you could feel the bones grinding. It did not break cleanly. You're lucky it didn't poke out of your skin. Now we have to actually go find a doctor. Even though the road is incredibly icy, this guy, well, I guess... He gets the country road, so he moves one in the area. He country road. So uh, he uses some of the train. Actually, he uses some of the ice to his advantage and literally... Beep feeder. <laughs> d- d- <laughs> d- does that kind of Tokyo drift thing, grabbing a, a, the uh, gate at the uh, end of the uh, drive and mm-hmm. whips d- down the uh, country road, sliding after you. So All this right. guy is a lot more competent. Get us out of here. Stomp on it. Get us going. Ah, it hurts. Downhill, so it's no problem. You are just slipping and sliding down towards, well, probably, I would say, a, maybe not quite a state highway, but a, a much busier crossroads than the, the country road that you're on. That's the road that heads towards the, the light to the city, right? Or the town Absolutely. Or whatever. Probably parallels the railroad tracks of some extent. It's probably one road town. Superman that's chasing you, now that he's actually close enough to have a direct line of sight on you, uh, you can see that you know, he's got, it looks like, armor plates, chrome plates, either embedded or, or worn really close to, to the skin. And, and he kind of looks like oh, an angry armadillo or, or something. Colossus. But, mm, there's still some flesh and blood in there. He's not solid. Uh. You've never seen anything like that in any military that you've ever been in. And he doesn't look happy. As I'm struggling to control the vehicle on the icy road and get onto the highway, I will also try to look back and induce a uh, electronic mind storm on this guy to fry his brain. Go that chrome on him. He's conductive. Well, pros and cons of that. It also means he's probably can be easily uh, well grounded. So you're trying to drive, and yeah, of course. <laughs> but at least he doesn't have a massively broken arm. You hear a little muffled screen as I in my hand into position, so it doesn't hurt as much. On the bright side, be- be- because you're slightly deaf, you don't hear yourself screaming as much. Since you were so- successful getting the clothes but you didn't have time to put them on, I'm assuming that they're just dumped into the floor of the truck. Yeah. Just in case you needed something to make a sling with. Somehow or another, I'm thinking uh, my character would probably be going, oh, I I need to immobilize the the hand. Freeze, 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 freeze. (laughs) Or if you think you're bleeding internally. (laughs) It's it's no name's turn first. Well, let's see. You're not under any harm, and you've managed to get away from a farmer. If he isn't dead. Are we on the next scene? Because I did have a scene of harm when I got feedback. The, the feedback was uh, back at the country road, and you successfully made it to the crossroads, but you haven't switched to the highway yet. All right. You're using Psy. There is no harm. One, two, three. You get five dice because you're not injured yet. All right. Ooh. 
Half good, half bad. Yeah, if I achieve my goal, he's going to catch us if I don't do something. Yeah, I ain't say you got to do chase five. No. Sorry. You can either do a power surge. Or power surge. <laughs> power surge. No, power surge or power goes wild. Oh, <laughs> Well, power surge. There's a reason why they has on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Collateral damage? What do you mean? With a goal of six, you certainly make it to the, to the highway and do a admirable do- job of fishtailing and dodging traffic and actually head in the direction that you want. You you have a choice to say why you don't want to reveal a memory, but I would imagine it would be something along the lines of, oh, God, oh, God, we're going to die. <laughs> okay, Chase. He does not make any progress, and the yeah. side goes wild. Well, it's pretty uh, easy to figure out what happens. When you uh, sent out that burst to try to scramble his brains, not only did it disorient him for a sec, it also caused the uh, local telephone and power lines next to him to basically overload and uh, turn red hot. So hot that they melt and fall in front of him. So to avoid uh, getting torched, electrocuted, he slides off the road and there's a big woof as uh, brush and dirt gets thrown into the air and there's a cloud of uh, frozen dirt (laughs) and dust. You're on the highway. You actually get, uh, managed to shake him for a little bit. Yeah, I'm busy trying to set my set my wrist. We need to get to a doctor or something. While you're driving down the highway, you get yeah. your first, first taste of civilization. It's pretty much in line with the present. You, you know there's helicopters. There might be equivalent to a stealth fighter or a stealth bomber out there somewhere. The cars are all modern, but not super futuristic. Everything isn't, you know, like running on electrical batteries as much as you would like. Dawn is starting to creep over the hill in the direction uh, of the city as you're on the highway. So you can figure, yeah, maybe it's six-ish something in the morning. Let's see if we can find a clinic or something. Because you've demonstrated a complete lack of basic control of a truck, uh, I'm actually going to have you roll to uh, make progress. So that looks like four dice. I'm I'm not going to say harm as in like, you drive off the road. So there we go. So four goal, four reveal, five chase. So keep Superman away and get our goal. And John gets to tell me about one of my memories. Another memory. So we've answered why do you have trouble moving and why does the sky look wrong? No, why am I cold? We haven't answered why does the sky look wrong. Did you do why am I cold? Yes. At least it's the last two. Well, I'll just go for the obvious. As it dawns, it's the only time the sky looks right. The reddish glow on the horizon, you know, then it starts turning blue, and it shouldn't be blue. It should be red, salmon pink. It is definitely the wrong color. Uh, It might even be the wrong (laughs) hemisphere. No, remember we said he he lived on Mars? It's, it's, you know, he he lived on Mars. Are you saying Mars doesn't have a southern hemisphere? (laughs) Yeah, but I'm saying that the, uh, the only time the sky on Mars is blue is when the sun sets or rises. Otherwise, it's pink. So when he sees a red sunrise, that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> Definitely a weird sensation. But yeah. at the same time, things like city limits make sense. Real quick, what does the sign say as you hit the city limits? Smallville. No, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Springfield. 
That's good because that does not narrow it down at all. Right. <laughs> I mean, there, there are Springfields everywhere. Exactly. At least it in the United has, States. It has, I don't know if it has the Kiwanis Club and all those other things around it. The rotary yeah. symbol. Population 2,469. Okay. You've actually uh, managed to get a good lead here. You're feeling kind of confident. Well, Buck isn't. Buck is going like, oh, when this falls down, it's going to hurt so bad. Yes. So you are comfortably numb. There's at least there's going to be a convenience store that's open. Absolutely. Put some ibuprofen. We'll stop down, <laughs> put the clothes on before I get out, and uh, go in and ask friends hurt. Uh, where's the local doctor? This kid's probably not old enough to be suspicious, but there's always that chance that, you know, he'll key off something strange, like the fact that, hey, isn't that old man Johnson's pickup truck? So let's roll four dice for goal, reveal, and chase, and uh, see what kind of answer you can get from him. Well, could get my last question answered. Yeah, yeah. Or if we could exercise that part of the game for sure. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. One question left. Why do I? Well, why do you feel the flow of electrons? Let's do the uh, goal first. He doesn't suspect a thing, so and and he gives you directions. He says, you know, it's too early. He's he's not in yet. He goes flipping through a, a rolodex and writes down on a scrap of paper. Here's his home phone. Since we only have a doctor, he's kind of on call. And there's probably a payphone outside. Absolutely. But that'll be another roll. Oh, we didn't oh, get. We didn't. Oh, we didn't, oh, we, oh, we, oh we yeah, 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 yeah. We let's, let's, memory uh, reveal. So let's go where we know. He's from Mars. What was the reason why you, you're, you're cold again? It, it's not his normal normal form. Well, let me toss this out for a thought. Maybe it's not his normal form because, well, he's he's not a he's not human. He's not a Martian either. He's a nano machine. I forgot I was a robot. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I'm going to say you're a robot in a nice, meaty, fleshy body. You've been acting like a human, so you're writing. So so you're sitting there with this piece of paper standing in front of this phone. Because you have all your questions answered, you get first choice on this end game. game. It's it's like your memory starts snapping into place. It's like, I know this town, or or, or, I I know why I was sent here, or, or, or that kind of thing. Basically, these are like a checklist. If, for example, if you choose like I'm, then uh, John can't choose that. But you know, with, with two people, there's a large variety. So you can either say you're turning the tables on your pursuers, you, you managed to get yourself lost or trapped, or maybe you've gone to ground and are hiding, or maybe you're on a, a new quest now that you understand your purpose. Of course, making a discovery, like, hey, I'm a nano machine, might uh, lead to some revelations. So. Give me a quick scene uh, that now that your your memories come flooding back to you, you realize what in the hell is going on. Let's say he was a alien nano machine that the first man expedition to Mars discovered, hmm. brought back to Earth. Oh, cool! That kind of implies you're an astronaut, or at least your body was. The hijacker. Uh, we'll, we'll call that making a discovery. That's a big discovery. It's like, oh hey, <laughs> the rules have changed. So choosing yeah. something besides making a discovery, John, you're sitting there, broken arm in a car, but things aren't quite as bad as you thought they'd be. You're not dead or captured. So I can choose. I'm looking at, so I can choose home, turning the tables on a quest, hidden, trapped, or lost. Or does he, do we need to fill out the rest of my memories? 
Uh, no, when the first person gets their full set of memories done, that triggers the end game. Ah, so I may not realize why I know how to hack a computer or why I can... You, you, you still have some burning questions. Your memories have not been restored. And if uh, we had more people at the table, everyone would go around with some mm-hmm. kind of end game re- uh, revelation. So I can't answer my own questions, but I can at least... I'll go with that thing you said. You know, I'm looking at this small town and I'm going, they really should be able to have horses instead of cars. I grew up around some place like this. This is like home. This may not be home, but it's like home. Only it's a little bit more modern. I'm old. I'm really old. <laughs> Maybe this town was named after me. Buck Springfield. Okay, I'm looking around. The train station's in the right place. Look over another place. Man, damn, maybe this, ma'am, maybe I am home. It's just yeah. not home as I remember it. And that's Siron. I was like, congratulations, you Yay. have not gotten captured, <laughs> a little mauled, but <laughs> now you can kind of get a feel for why I think it, it makes a great one-shot mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Depending on your questions, you kind of set the pacing for how long you want it to run. You know, if we had a four-hour time slot, you'd go with six questions. Uh, or if we had more people, the actions and the uh, reveals would be farmed out a l- little bit wider, and mm-hmm. you could have a vari- different variety of end games. But the neat thing about this is every time you play it, it, it is a different game. The uh, settings mm-hmm. change. The chasers change. Uh, I, I kind of like that it provides a fa- framework for telling this kind of a story. Yeah. Well, on that note, I, I think I will stick a fork in it. And thank you, gentlemen, for a fun run. Yes. I'm being absolutely quiet at this point because I don't want to give him any ideas. <sighs> we'll see how long that holds. <laughs> oh, but for another half an hour or so. <laughs> it lasted about ten seconds. <laughs> the disturbing thing about it is... <laughs> Fringeworthy is such a, 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 a loose and wide-open setting. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. The laws of physics work a little different here. Ponies can talk. They have magic. And zero range telekinesis. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com. Find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.